This is LJN Radio, and you're listening to Employment Notebook. I'm your host, Tim Muma. For this episode, we're looking at the idea of innovation, but actually trying to get some of those great ideas consistently from your employees and how you can go about doing that with the exception of the traditional suggestion box. With us to discuss this topic is Lawrence Scotland. Uh, Lawrence is currently the Director of Integrated Marketing at Coastal.com. He also previously spent a decade in the digital agency world working with companies like Nike and Microsoft. Lawrence, thanks a lot for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, Tim. I wanted to start off, whenever we talk about a subject that is extremely popular when it has sort of a buzzword attached to it, like innovation does, I like to get the expert's opinion on you know, what it is or how you might phrase it. In what way would you describe innovation? Because again, I think it's something people don't always necessarily understand. Yeah, I agreed. I think that from my perspective, I, I would define innovation as the ability to stay ahead of uh, trends and, and to be future looking, but more importantly, to do it in a way that can be sustainable to the business. I think there's uh, the opportunity to to look at you know what's trendy and, and want to jump on trends, but I think it's more important to find that point of differentiation that's sustainable to the business. No, I love that take on it, the idea of staying ahead of the trend as opposed to just following along. What would you say, though, that many companies, do they fall into a certain trap or traps when it comes to innovation, especially when they start to grow and develop into something bigger than just you know three or four people that are bouncing around ideas? I think one of the biggest uh, potential pitfalls is when, as a business scales, is, is to start to look at innovation in a silo. Hmm. I think there are some opportunities or, or some instances where you start to develop a kind of function or, or an area that really is focused on innovation. I think where we've seen success is really making innovation part of our core culture. That's the responsibility of all employees. And we have uh, programs such as uh, our Innovation Lab which is a platform really for all employees to contribute to the idea of innovation and and to contribute ideas that are going to move the business forward. So it's really infusing it in the culture of the company versus creating a silo that is focused on, quote, innovation. Right. And we'll definitely touch on a little bit of what you just mentioned there with the innovation labs uh, in a moment. Many organizations we hear all the time, of course, are encouraging employees to let us know what you think, give us some suggestions course, oftentimes we'll hear back that nothing happens and then they're discouraged by that. What are the results if employees don't get that feedback and they start to get discouraged? What have you noticed? What have you talked about with people in terms of that going nowhere? Of course, it's demotivating for the employees. Really, what a a program such as that is is meant to do is to to get employees excited and engaged and motivated around what they're doing and, and the opportunities that there are for them to impact the business. But when there isn't that feedback, it demotivates the employees. Mm-hmm. And then the, I guess the obvious side of it is that employees want to know in some way that they are being heard. So the flip side to it and taken seriously in some way. Is there a way employers can do this and truly listen? And I guess you could touch a little bit on even what you guys do as far as the innovation lab, if that leads into sort of the same idea. Absolutely. I think we found that communication and feedback is, is probably the most important part of any program that's, that's going to give employees a voice. You know, one of the things that we've, we've seen is, or well, I would actually underscore kind of three key things that we've seen that have been successful for us. So one is communication, as I mentioned. Two is employee involvement. So I think giving the employees not only the opportunity to raise and identify potential areas where the business can innovate, but also to involve them in that process. Mm-hmm. And that goes beyond just the suggestion, but actually taking an active role in the solution. And then lastly, and probably most importantly, is just organizational support. 
So having having the idea of innovation being the responsibility of all employees to be infused in the culture is important, but then also building programs around that that actually give the employees a platform to be involved in it and to actually help move those things forward. Our program that we've had a lot of success with is the Innovation Lab, as I, as I mentioned, which right. really gives uh, employees a, an opportunity and a platform to communicate and share and develop business ideas that, that, that can have a profound impact on the business. So what have you noticed in terms of the impact or the results from starting this Innovation Lab? Any examples you could give us to really sort of illustrate how it works and how it has been effective for you, assuming it has been? Sure, absolutely. So last year we had our, our first innovation lab and really what it was is, is uh, if you're familiar with the show Shark Tank, it's that style of a competition and it gives uh, employees the opportunity to create groups, to develop ideas and to, to d- develop this sort of business case for different ideas and then actually come in and pitch them to our senior executives. Nice. So what we had was over 100 entries from, from all across the business which is, you know, I think a great story in and of itself. And you have people from finance to marketing to customer service to logistics that are all kind of rallying around and, and, and bringing really innovative and, and interesting ideas to the table in terms of things that can help move our business forward. We had seven finalists that were really strong candidates. And of those seven finalists, we've either uh, implemented or are in the progress of implementing mm-hmm. four of those ideas. The most exciting of which is a collaboration with a comic book artist and famed illustrator, Camilla Derrico, on actually a new product line that's going to be launching in late 2015. Wow, nice. That is uh, definitely different and I'm sure something that uh, would interest a lot of people out there, at least the idea of going a little bit outside the box. I know that's a very cliche term, but uh, that's all that popped in my head at the time. (laughs) When you're talking about, I mean, you had all that interest, obviously, and you you have to weed it out a little bit and you have to make a decision and not just you, but just in general, an organization. What do you think can an organization do to balance the idea of, okay, you know, we do have the final decision because it's, you know, we are putting in the investment and the time and it's our name on it versus also being able to balance the idea that, yeah, we are respecting your opinions. We are going to try to do that. Are there certain strategies you can take to implement both sides of those? Well, I think it comes from a standpoint of, again, the having it ingrained in the culture. So having right. a culture that embraces the ideas, that provides feedback, that takes action against those ideas, and that involves employees in those ideas and the development of them. From a feedback perspective, like I said, I think it's really important that even if there are ideas that that, that aren't feasible for the business or aren't right for the time and those can't move forward. Still being able to give employees feedback and some insight into the rationale behind a mm. go or no-go decision, I think is really important as well. And then lastly, I think that, you know, being able to celebrate and, you know, really call attention to the ideas that we are implementing that, that do come from our employees and really celebrate and elevate those is a way of, of again, uh, reinforcing that into the culture. I want to touch on one thing that you'd mentioned, sure. uh, which is, you know, how do we evaluate those ideas? And I think there's a number of different ways that you evaluate ideas. You you want to look at it from the business perspective, what's the business value, the return on investment. But some of the other measures that we look at as well is employee satisfaction. What's the impact on the employee satisfaction from implementing an idea? And, and you know, on the flip side of that, we also look at customer satisfaction and the potential impact from that perspective. So we try to use objective measures, but, you know, there's, there still is... Uh, some judgment calls that need to be made as well. Right. Now, if you're speaking with a group of companies, say, what would you suggest to them in terms of setting aside time to allow the employees to kind of innovate or develop? Or even if after they pitch an idea, you think, yeah, let's go with it. How much is 
how much are they going to be involved versus just the company kind of taking it and run with it? How does that all work together? I think it's a couple of things. I think to your question about whether or not companies should invest in the time for for, uh, employees to innovate, I'd say yes, of course, because you, you ultimately want to give them that opportunity. But I also think to go even further, it's about, again, creating that culture where innovation and the appreciation for the idea that ideas and innovation, innovative ideas can come from anywhere within the organization. So it becomes less of a siloed activity and more of one that is integrated into the day-to-day for, for all employees. In terms of, you know, who takes ideas forward that, that do have business value and, mm-hmm. and that you kind of determine can be moved forward, it all depends. Of course, you want to involve the employees as much as you can in, in the development of those, of those programs. But sometimes it requires, a, you know, a different focus or a different area of specialty that the employee may, may not actually have the, you know, the, the, the background or expertise in. I think in those instances, obviously, you want to hand that off to uh, functional areas that, that are specialized in, in what that idea needs in order to come to fruition. But then again, involve the employees right. uh, as best you can, where you can, but uh, again, feedback and, and providing employees with some insight into what's happening and and what the next steps are and what the targets are in terms of delivery dates, I think is, is very important as well. Well, of course, as we're talking about it, it sounds like a great idea, but we don't want to, I guess, misinform people and thinking that there are no challenges involved and there aren't mistakes that are made. What would you throw out there as sort of a cautionary tidbits in terms of mistakes that maybe would be made or maybe you guys have made in trying to implement this or just the challenges that are associated with trying to create that culture and really drive forward the innovation? Again, it comes back to making sure that it's it's less of just a one-off program that you're focus that you're using to focus on innovation, and that it's really a part of the culture. I think you can launch any sort of program that you want, but if there's not a cultural commitment to it, I think that that program is destined to deliver short of what it could be. So I think the the biggest learning that we've seen is that uh, really creating that culture that supports employee-driven innovation is of paramount importance. And then develop programs that, that further extend that, uh, that core belief, that core value that is really you know, central to your, to your business or your brand. Well, Lawrence, I think you've given us a lot of good insight into the ideas of what can work and what's worked for you as well at the organization uh, and how people can think about innovation and especially as an organization, try to push that and encourage that with their employees. I wanted to give you the floor at the end, as we do with a lot of our guests, just to give you an opportunity to let the listeners know what would be the best takeaway you could give from this conversation in terms of innovation or in terms of strategy, wherever you'd like to go with it to close us out. Uh, I'd say I'd really just reiterate my last point. I think embrace, uh, embrace innovation as part of your culture. Find ways to ingrain that within the culture of your company. And then develop programs, again, that build upon that, that provide a platform for employees and wherever possible, you know, keep the employees engaged beyond just the initial idea, you know, involve them in the development of the idea, in the, in the delivery of the idea, wherever possible. It leads to higher satisfaction, leads to better employee engagement, and, and ultimately higher uh, employee investment in, the, in your business or in your brand. Lawrence, thanks a lot for joining us and uh, giving us some of your experience take on the ideas of innovation. All right, Tim. Thank you very much. Unfortunately, that is going to be all the time we have for this edition of Employment Notebook. 
We were speaking with Lawrence Scotland, the Director of Integrated Marketing at Coastal.com. Again, we were discussing the idea of innovation and how you can get some of those great ideas on a consistent basis from your employees. If you'd like to give us feedback about this show or any of our episodes on LJN Radio, go ahead and shoot us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter, at the LJN, and we encourage you to check out all of our episodes on iTunes. Just search for LJN Radio in the iTunes store. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. Take care.